Welcome to the Grab the Map podcast, where we don't just look at it, we grab the map. Hey, look, I have not done a podcast in about four months. It's been four months since I talked to you, and that is unacceptable. I love doing the podcast because I love talking to other investors and other people thinking about being an investor, especially a real estate investor, and I love rental real estate. So I think it's appropriate to have a discussion about where this podcast has been for the last four months. You know, I've recorded a few podcasts that I just didn't publish, and it was because I wasn't being disciplined. You know, discipline is required to do anything on a consistent basis, and I wasn't being disciplined. So here's what I commit. There will be a podcast that comes out every week for the rest of the time that I do podcasts. I won't be taking a break from doing podcasts because I love talking to other real estate investors. Now, what do I need from you? I need you to hold me to that. If you don't see a podcast come out, shoot me an email over to grabthemap at gmail.com. And when I see emails that come into that box, I respond to every one of them. This year, we're doing some exciting things at Grab the Map. Uh, we're continuing to buy rental real estate and add cash flowing properties to our portfolio. And we're also helping out other investors that are looking to get into real estate. Maybe these investors just want a return on their money. And so we help some folks to do that. Um, we're also helping property owners uh, in uh, the the Dallas and in the uh, in the Mississippi markets who may need some help with property management. So if you need to reach out to me again, you can reach me directly. I answer every single email at grabthemap at gmail.com. So what do we want to talk about? I mean, if you're in the United States or really around the world right now, it's March 28th of 2020 on the day that I'm recording this. It may be a week or so after when you hear this. But right now, the world is crippled. The world is suffering from a pandemic that we are calling COVID-19. There's a novel coronavirus that is causing something that I have never seen in my life. Hey, I'm only 33 years old. I've actually been through a couple of major events uh, that I feel like the world stopped for. Um, I was uh, in college when Hurricane Katrina seemed to completely devastate Louisiana and the uh, the coastline there uh, in New Orleans. I was a teacher at the time, and my classroom was flooded with students from New Orleans. I remember that time seemed to stand still then. Um, I was around that same area when an oil spill off of the coast um, just completely took out fishing and, and tourism industries for months um, in that area, and time seemed to stand still. Um, I remember September 11th, 2001, and I remember the exact classroom that I was in uh, as a student. And I remember how the world seemed to stand still. 
But this COVID-19 crisis is a little different from all of those because the whole world seems to be reeling from this event. You know, I've never seen an event where whole economies completely shut down because people need to stay away from something like a virus. And depending on how you feel about it, um, this may come across the right or wrong way. But it's important that we remember that we are all humans and that this is a virus that is affecting the world. And I wanted to talk this morning. Well, it's morning when I'm recording this, but it could be any time when you're listening to it about how the coronavirus is affecting business, how it's affecting real estate and how we should be thinking during this crisis. Of course, we should be washing our hands. Uh, we should be using social distancing. We should be avoiding going out uh, when it's not a, an absolute necessity. Um, if we can, if we are in the law enforcement or healthcare industries, transportation industries, and you have lots of people depending on the work that you do, thank you. We appreciate your service during this time. What effect is the coronavirus having from my eye, from my eye point, from my viewpoint? Um, I've never seen something that causes businesses to shut down. Um, dining in is no longer allowed in most places in the United States and in several places around the world. Um, restaurants are closed. Um, lots of small businesses have not been open for about two weeks as of this date. And it's causing them to have to uh, decide whether to keep employees or to lay off folks. Many folks at this point have already been laid off and have received their last check for the foreknown future. Um, this event has no timeline that we've been provided. It has no endpoint that we can see. And by all, by many accounts, we are not even at the peak of this crisis. As of today, over a hundred thousand cases have been reported and over a thousand deaths have been documented due to the COVID-19 virus. And when you have something like this, you have a combination of things that are happening. You have both panic in people um, not knowing if it will be them next or their family members or what effect it will have on their ability to get groceries or meat or paper towels or toilet tissue. Um, and then we have the, the, not just the, the panic, but then we also have the practicality, right? I mean, the United States only has about a million hospital beds and at any given time, you know, about 300,000 to 400,000 of those beds may be available. Um, it's expected that at the height of this crisis, you know, we may have millions of cases and we may have folks that need access to beds that, that are not able to get them. So it's not just panic. Some of it is practical thinking about how we're going to respond in a way that treats every American with the same opportunity to be um, cared for should they um, end up uh, coming down with this virus. 
So the effect on business has been tremendous. I mean, you've seen everything from restaurants shutting down to um, all kinds of businesses that normally have a lot of face-to-face contact and interaction changing the way they do things from going in to drive-through. Um, but you've also had this massive push to telecommuting and to companies that need to deliver their instruction online. I mean, you've met my two kids, if you listen to the earlier podcast, and they are getting online instruction from their teachers. Um, And so you have companies and businesses that are seeing increases in revenue during this time because they have the infrastructure built out already to um, handle the surge in customers that they're receiving that are gonna be doing things virtually. Hey, you know, I think Sunday, March, um, Sunday of this past week in March, uh, was documented the most online services that were um, held for church in history due to this event. And so there is an effect on business that we should consider. Um, We now see the Internet as a utility. I think for a lot of us, uh, a lot of millennials, the you, you, the internet has been considered a convenience. And um, there are a lot of people um, in different socioeconomic statuses that do not have access to the internet. But in times like this, we really see how the internet has become a necessity to conduct business, to continue business, to grow business, to create new business. And the effect of this virus, I think, is going to go on for a very long time. What have we seen in real estate? Well, right now, we don't exactly know what's going on. Uh, We don't know exactly how this is going to affect real estate sales um, or real estate rentals, for that matter. But there have been some signs that show what's about to happen. Okay, we know that real estate succeeds when there is money in the marketplace, when folks are saving money for down payments, when folks have money to pay rent and to move. Um, We know that when folks have money, they can make decisions with real estate. And this is causing lots of folks to not have the money that they were expecting to have or that they usually have. This is everything from freelancers to um, people in the gig economy that are seeing reductions in their business. And so there are some predictions that we can make based on where we are today on March 28th of 2020. And it'll be interesting to see what happens as things move forward. Um, But I did want to share this with our podcast community. Number one, we should expect a recession. Whether this last, uh, this stop in business lasts for a month or a couple of months or for six months, we should expect a recession. There's going to be less money in the marketplace. Um, there is going to be less demand for things. Um, there are going to be shifts in how people spend money once they do receive money based on uh, the fear, the panic, and the practicality of the situation. Um In terms of rental property, we've already seen lots of municipalities stop evictions and stop utility cutoffs. Many tenants at this point know now that uh, they will be able to have a place to live during this crisis. 
um, as a company at Grab the Map, we have um, eliminated late fees for our tenants and we have communicated to them that we need to know if they're going to miss a due date. We need to know if they're experiencing a job loss to help us plan to run our business the right way. Um, but we know that there were going to be there is going to be an increase in delinquency. Uh, we know that there's going to be an increase in non-pays. Um, we don't know exactly how far this is going to go, um, but there is going to be an effect on rentals um, and landlords. I've got a couple of real estate buddies uh, who've been doing this a while. I've talked to guys that have been doing this a long time, and then I've talked to some of my buddies who have been doing it about four or five, six years like we have, and we all feel differently about what's going on right now. Um, some of us are really worried. We are afraid that rents will not come in and we won't be able to make our payments to the bank. Um, we are concerned that we're going to ruin relationships with banks that have lent us money because they will uh, be concerned about our, our liquidity and whether or not we've grown too much as businesses. Um, we're concerned about the people that we employ. And the contractors that we use to do work and them not being able to provide for their families like they normally are. This effect of the COVID-19 pandemic is real and it's going to be serious and only time will tell. But I think that this effect is something that will make us stronger. We'll just have to see. Um, the effect on the lending space is already starting to show. I mean, a lot of lenders are waiting to see what's going to happen. They are planning and they're meeting and they are talking about how to delay payments for customers and how to extend payment deadlines, how to um, defer payments and issue forbearances. Um, on a federal level, the federal government has already issued um guidance to mortgage companies and actually a bill has already been passed that requires lenders to give forbearance to those that have Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and other federally backed loans. Um, but a lot of our loans as investors are with uh, commercial or private lenders who don't have to adhere to those guidelines. And so we've already seen an effect of on lending where, um, Lenders are are backing down on the hard money loans and they're backing down on the type of mortgages that investors use to hold rental property. Um, so if you have properties that you were wanting to get financing on, it's it's more difficult now. If you're wanting to purchase a property for investment, it will be more difficult. Lenders will have higher uh, guidelines for credit scores and higher guidelines for income and liquidity that they want to see. Um and so what we're going to see here is a tightening of the credit market as they wait to see how much liquidity, how much money is going to be out there to um, consumers. And this is my first crisis. So I think it's important that I, I note that and that these observations that I'm making be documented to our audience. And I want you to really think about your own business and the effect that it's going to have on your business. In fact, let's talk about that as we kind of wrap up this podcast. I mean, what should our mindset be during a pandemic like this? Something that we have never seen. I mean, we've witnessed the stock market lose 
30% of its value in about four weeks. I've never seen that. And even though we don't invest in the stock market, we don't talk about that on this podcast, we invest in rental real estate. And I think that it's very realistic that we may see a reduction in property values of 20 to 30% over the next year. You know, if we see that happening, what should our mindset be during a crisis like this? Well, number one, I think that we should have been expecting this for some time. The United States has been on a 10-year uh, growth trajectory in terms of our real estate prices and our stock market. And recessions happen. They happen. Um, there are pullbacks in the economy. It does not just go up forever and ever. Our graphs and our curves go up and down and they go all around. And we cannot always predict when the market will change. So we should have been expecting this all along. And if we had been expecting this all along, number one, our mindset should be, there it goes. We should not have a mindset that's panicked or that's worried or that's wondering what we did wrong by getting in the market too soon. Or maybe we got in the market at the very top of this, this cycle here. No, wherever we got in, we should lit, we should shift from uh, uh, um, a mode of panic to a mode of expectation. See, when I expect something to happen, I prepare. So we should have more cash on hand right now than normal. We should have great relationships with our lending partners and our municipalities. We should have great relationships with our residents in place so that when times like this happen, we all pull together to figure out how we can survive. You see, at Grab the Map, if half of our tenants are in uh, economic trouble and they don't have jobs and they can't pay their rent, our business is still able to survive. We're still able to pay our employees and we're still able to um, pay our notes to the bank on our mortgages and our insurance on the properties and our property taxes. Why? Because we've been preparing for a recession. And so we've bought properties that allow us to pay the expenses at 50% of the income. And that is called being responsible. Our mindset during the crisis should not be panic. Our mindset should be one of expectation. And so that leads to the next thing I want to consider with our mindset. We are investors and there is going to be tremendous opportunity that starts to present itself as everybody responds to this pandemic. There will be owners of property that want to get out. There will be owners of property that don't want to take a chance that this could get worse. There will be people that need quick cash and they have property that they want to get rid of to get that quick cash. There will be homeowners who can't afford their mortgages and they want to, to lease their properties out to investors. Um, there will be all kinds of situations that we now have to consider how we are going to be in the game. You see, investors have a mindset that this is the time where we build our businesses, not where our businesses fail. This is the time where we get stronger and not weaker. And no, I'm not saying that 
there are uh, that I'm totally prepared for this crisis. Uh, we we were making preparations. We had we were hoping for two more years or three more years before this happened. But a lot of the relationships that we've created, a lot of our money partners, um, we we're still getting um, requests from private money partners at grabthemap at gmail.com. And when those people reach out to us, we want to offer them an opportunity to grow their money even during a tough time. So what should your mindset be during the crisis? Take a look at what you're doing. Take a look at your business. Take a look at um, the opportunities that are going to present themselves and decide how you're going to grab the map. Because this is grab the map where we don't just look at it, we grab the map.